Do you find yourself wishing you had more energy, healthier habits, or fun family activities? At the YMCA, you can find your passion, find family fun, and find your happy place, all while supporting your community. Join the Y in March with a $0 enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more and to find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. Live to tape. Millennial Season 3, Episode 17. I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. And I'm Matt. Thank you all for surviving without me last oh, week. I greatly appreciate man, it. It was, it, was, it was quite a week, man. I mean, we managed it. I took Come one on. look at those show notes and I was like, I'm not in. I'm, I'm, I'm not listening to this. I'm skipping. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, salud. Bless you. <laughs> Lord bless you. Thank so you. what did you tell people I was up to last week? Uh, um, d- I think I alluded to you leading a new life as a homeless person. <laughs> That's not a very attractive way to put it. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, is it? It's true though. It's not un- <laughs> inaccurate, but I would prefer to be called a gypsy mm, or maybe a seeker. That does sound a lot more exotic. Maybe I'm on a spiritual reawakening. It's kind of Why like do I have how to be homeless? James Comey is referring to himself as self-employed rather than unemployed <laughs> these days. <laughs> or like how Fox News said he resigned when really he was fired. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I was embarking on a cross-country road trip last week. I actually just got to New Jersey. Because I am trying to follow in the footsteps of Laura, I want to purchase a home. And I have some money saved up, but I don't have enough money saved up (laughs) to get something I would really be happy with. So I'm back home, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about this at greater length later in the episode. (laughs) A great story came up that was just all too fitting for this week's episode. Um, But now I'm living the Laura T. life, living at home. Laura, any tips for me? Um, well, your sex life is going to take a dive. <laughs> um, you're, uh, do you have locks on your doors? On your bedroom yes, door? of course. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. Lucky you. Why? Um, you didn't have a lock on your bedroom door? I, I do not. It's my childhood bedroom and there just wasn't any lock on it. You could, um, you know, change it. Yeah, but right. then I'd have to spend money, you know. Mm-hmm. Privacy's not that worth it to me. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I would just say, you know, exercise caution surrounding your privacy time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Understand that even though you're a grown-ass adult, in some ways, like, the dynamic is going to revert a little bit to like it did when you to were what? younger. Well, like, just people yeah. people are going to be like, you know, what time are you going to be home? Da-da-da. At least that, that was my experience. So Right. Yeah. How long? Well, my parents did say they would give me more space. So I, I do think I'll I'll have some control why why do you think they they made a point of saying that i think because the last time i was here for a few months i they probably think i like they scared me away or something i don't know but also i'm an adult yeah Mm -hmm. i'm an adult i think it's so they are saying like you could bring someone home if you want we're not gonna bother (laughs) maybe um 
So are you in the are you in the I, basement so, or because I think no no I'm I saying because I couldn't bear that because I no I so think you said your brother took your old room right he did but that was only for like a year or something so we're still in the house that we grew up in my parents actually um, are probably going to be moving out of this house next year but um, this house they've had for 21 years now and um, so I still have my bedroom and I brought. I brought as much as I could because I have a Ford Escape. It's like a crossover. So I was able to bring my TV, my Mac, all my personal stuff, all my Bruce Springsteen posters, stuff like that. So I really do feel like I'm still in California. I basically have all of my essentials. Um, <laughs> but so, so like I said, I drove um, and I tried to hit a few things that I hadn't before seen across this country, this beautiful country. First of all, Utah is so beautiful. I had no idea. I was just struck. That seems kind of um, out of the way from your, from where you were driving. Did you take like a scenic? That is a. Yes, I actually went to go see our old friend Jason. Remember him? Yes. Yeah. Huh? Sorry. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Almost forgot. Him. Like, hmm. He's living in southern Utah now. He's like managing an RV park. He's he's uh and he's like a big shot out there. So stay with him for a night, and then from there I was heading east and a little northeast. I also went to um, Minneapolis. But before I got there, I stopped at this beautiful place I've always seen photos of, but I've never been before. It's called Horseshoe Bend. And it's this part of, I believe, the Colorado River. Might be wrong. I'll have to look that up once I'm done talking. Um, Where the river just bends in a horseshoe. It's very, it looks very much like a horseshoe. And I've always seen pictures of this on Instagram and stuff, and I always, I've always been wowed by it. So I was like, I gotta stop there because it's kind of on the way after Utah. And I went, and man, I was not disappointed. It is right up there with the Grand Canyon in terms of the wow factor. Like you have to walk a little bit to get there. There was a lot of people there that day too, by the way. But you, you have to walk a little bit to get there, and then you're, you, you're hanging off the edge of this, this cliff, and you just look down, and this horseshoe bend is enormous. You couldn't even fit. It into your iPhone camera frame. Oh. I had to take a pano to fit the whole horseshoe. Um, it was just stunning and a little dangerous. You could easily fall over and die. <laughs> um, but so I'm so glad I did that. Wow. Yeah, I'm and looking at it now. It's pretty. It kind of looks like... It cool? Yeah, it does kind of look like a horseshoe. Like, not like a real yeah. one, but like the ones from the Lucky Charms cereal. Sure, yeah. You know, like the slightly malformed yeah. horseshoes. Yeah, that's what they should call it, the slightly malformed horseshoe. Um, and there's, like, people boating down at the bottom, like, so it's it's used for recreation, that area. Really cool. Anyway, so like I said, I also went to Minneapolis, and I was there for a few nights, and I load up Tinder, mm-hmm. and I match with someone, and get a message from him quickly thereafter. He says... FYI, I'm in a I'm a millennial listener. <laughs> Every time, <laughs> and, I've had an, and I've had an internet crush on you. I was like, oh, okay, how's it going? <laughs> I think I was there for a few nights. Well, score there, we go. Uh, you, yeah, you yeah, that was. You don't even easy. have to try. Uh, <laughs> we end up talking a little bit, and he says, "Hey, we should hang out." I'm like, "Okay, shit, let's do That's it." Fuck. At worst, I have a story for the podcast. 
<laughs> at best, I find my true love. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, the podcast thing, it's pretty impressive to some people. Yeah. That's how I bagged Mark. Is it? He's nodding was his he head really right blown now. Away? Wait, really? was yeah. wait, no, I, did I do we know this? Did we was he a fan of the uh, the show? No, no, oh, no. Oh, not until okay. we met. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> At least not that I listens, n- now not that fan. I know of. <laughs> yeah, he's been keeping it a secret <laughs> the whole time. Giving me a creepy look right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, enough about you two lovebirds. Um, so we ended up going out on a date on the final morning that I was in Minneapolis. We went to a coffee shop. We chatted. Uh, we spoke a little bit about the podcast. We, you know, talked about both of our lives and we had a great time. And, uh, we've been talking. And by the way, by the way, Kyle knows all about this. <laughs> I'm not cheating okay. on Kyle. Okay. So you're being straight up with Kyle. <laughs> he knows that you're, right. uh, even this a, guy, a his name spirit. is, yeah, what's his name? Right. His name is Riley. Even Riley asked about Kyle. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Hi, Riley. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> My life is a reality show. Anyway, we had a good time. Even, even got a little intimate towards the end of the date. What? If you can believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, I didn't tell you guys about any of this Wait, yet. Wait, what? Nope. Now you have to tell me. Mm. No, you can't. No, say you have it. to tell us. You can't <laughs> say that. You can't tease it and then not tell me. Uh, I'm thinking maybe not on the show. <laughs> Just to respect his privacy. Okay. You're just going to put the um, image in everybody's head. Yeah. Okay. Oh, spe- speaking of image, he was telling me how he didn't know what any of us looked like mm-hmm. for the longest time. Because, you know, that that happens with podcasts. By the way, he found out about Millennial through a recommendation. Um, he posted on Facebook, I think it was, like, hey, guys, I just finished podcast that i listened to give me some new ones and somebody recommended us along with like a buzzfeed podcast mm-hmm. and Ugh. i can't remember the others but we were in really good company so i was like hey yeah that's awesome i can't think of better company to be in than a buzzfeed podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just we've made you know, it we, we made it guys we've made it guys well no i mean 13 reasons have- why you should listen to this shitty podcast <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great name for a BuzzFeed podcast. Yes, it would. <laughs> so, um, so I, I was just surprised that you know we were in company with these very large podcasts. So I thought that was cool. And uh, thank you to his friend for recommending Millennial. When, when, um, well, never mind. Um, well, I, but, I have a question uh, yeah, for so- you then, Andrew. Um, mm-hmm. at, throughout your entire duration of your trip, all of your stops. What cities did you get some? <laughs> None. Zero. No cities. I I don't believe you. Uh, no, no. That's I, true. Okay. No. Got a little close. Really? That's sad. Got well, I, I did get a little close at one point, not with Riley, but um uh, I just wasn't into it. So oh, w- wait, you got close and then Jesus. did you well, abort do, do, like halfway do through? Do Riley or and Kyle know about this? <laughs> I think I told Riley. I don't think I filled in Kyle. Kyle, no, Kyle, just like a... Kyle knows now. Kyle, yeah. save yourself. Get... Save yourself a heartache. You may want to get tested. What I, <laughs> what I meant was there was a grinder situation happening, but I, I – okay, I'll explain it real quick. So I check into this hotel in Denver, and Ooh, country I check in. I, I, I head to the elevator – 
And a guy walks into the elevator as well. I quickly glance at him and I think like, okay, yeah, you know, he's attractive, but like whatever. You know, you just have those thoughts. And then I get into my room and like 20 minutes later, I hop on Grinder just for the hell of it. <laughs> 20 seconds and later. The, yeah, it, pretty much. <laughs> I'm just saying 20 minutes to make it sound like I'm not very thirsty. Um, so, so I load up Grinder and I see like 84 feet away is this profile, but there's no face, no name. It just says Mask DL. For anybody, for the uninitiated, for Laura, that means masculine. And on the down low, that means I'm gay, but I want people to think that I'm hard to get. Right. Or I'm, I'm gay, but I want people to think I'm straight. So I message this faceless person since he's 84 feet away. And I just say, face? <laughs> God. <laughs> Which means send a face pic, you, 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 you wuss. So he just replies, oh, I think we just rode in the elevator together. <laughs> like, of course, of freaking course. Because I have a picture on there. Wait, so so, so would you say that he was mask and uh, Well, that's the thing. So, like, I didn't really get a good look at him in the elevator because, like, I wasn't, I was just, you know, it's just like any person you ride in an elevator with. I'm not really thinking, like, checking him out. But then, so he never sends me a picture, even though I said face, because he thought, oh, you looked at me in the elevator. I don't need to send him another picture. And then, like, we were kind of talking for a bit, but I was like, I can't even remember what this guy looks like. So I don't even, I don't want to hook up with him. And I don't want to ask him for a face picture after I just saw him. Like, that just sounds weird. God, you're such a prude, Andrew. Like, do you need to know what he looks like? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I have some standards. <laughs> so, did you, um, did you, that was my did you exchange, guy. um, intos? No. What is that? I don't... What is that? You know, what you're into... What What are you into? Oh, like sexually? <laughs> yes. No, I don't... Uh, you didn't no, next I don't think, No. Do you want to tell us that list right now? I'm taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into southern girls who live in Atlanta. Oh. Who have boyfriends named Mark. Check, check, check. check. Mm. <laughs> Get your ass down here. Get that we'll Georgia peach over there. tech companies. And travel to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that was my trip. Um, I'm actually going to see Riley in a few weeks because he's going to be visiting New York. Ooh. So, yeah. Ooh. So, um, Ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was, it, was, it was nice meeting him. And uh, I'm just collecting all the listeners. I'm meeting so many of them. I know. It's Everywhere like, I go. It's like Pokemon Go for your fan base. Have you ever considered <laughs> using this as a way to promote the Patreon? Like, you can take a quick commercial break from your date and be like, by the way... <laughs> On the first week of every month, $2 patrons get access to After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just video record up- it. <laughs> just go on the date. You don't mind if I uh, video chat this, right? <laughs> I have a blog. And coming up on our date today, well, you're just going to have to subscribe to Patreon to find out. <laughs> well, this this date's not going so well. <laughs> no, we had, a good, we, had a, we had a good time. He's, he's not a patron, by the way. Not yet, anyway. Hmm. Um, I'll but convert if, him. Don't yeah. worry, guys. I'm working on it. Yeah, tell, tell him it's a deal breaker. Play. He has to be if he wants <laughs> deal to. Breaker. Yep. You know what? Well, getting getting back to a few minutes ago, you guys. So I think Laura, you said that like, oh wow, it's it's so great. You met a listener on Tinder. Uh, 
I kind of don't like that because it's, I almost feel like I'm cheating. I don't want to have, I don't want anyone to have any preconceived ideas about me. You know what I mean? Like if you meet someone and you're thinking about dating him, you kind of want to start on a blank slate. Mm -hmm. Well, you just want to start on the same level. Yeah, I get that. You don't like you, you don't want to go on a date with someone that you're meeting for the first time, but that person has been listening to you for like maybe years. Right, right. And I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm cheating by like, by like, but they, they already, in theory, like me if they actually wanted to talk to me on Tinder. So like, technically, they'd be the one who's cheating because they did a little research basically before meeting you. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, I just thought I would, I would mention that. Uh, but, you know, but you, but but you did it it anyway. So. I did it anyway. Well, I did, yeah, because uh, nice guy. It was fun, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll continue talking. talking. So that's that. Okay, that's that. Laura, let's hear about what's going on in your two lives. What's up with your house? So I'm closing <laughs> on it this Friday. So oh boy. this Friday, I get the keys to my house. I'm transferring the uh, down payment and the closing costs and everything on Monday. So thank God there was kind of a hiccup since the last episode. Yeah, there was a little bit of drama with the seller. Um, I kind of I don't want to discuss it right now because I don't want to jinx anything. But after everything is like official, I will talk about what happened. Uh, But right now everything's fine. It's just that there was a minute. (laughs) It was like a hot minute (laughs) where it looked like the whole deal was about to fall apart. But we Do you have any it. plans for like uh like are you are you going to repaint the house or uh, anything? Yeah, right now it is the ugliest color of like pale baby blue. Like all the walls. Um so yeah, I'm repainting everything. Um got to buy a new water heater, but apart from that, it's pretty much move-in ready. Nice. And you yeah. said two bedrooms, right? Two beds, yeah. Oh boy. I How know. big is your kitchen? Um, it's, it's a, it's a pretty modestly sized kitchen, I would say, but definitely big enough for two people to cook. Mm-hmm. Do you aim mm-hmm. to have sex in every room of your new home? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We've, I, we've I think the better question is like this. every inch of the house. Right. <laughs> the better question is going to be what room will we not do that in? I want you to, for the grand finale of this, this sex tour across your abode <laughs> i want you to have sex suspended in midair from oh your ceilings oh my god you want me to yeah. pull a spider-man yes exactly that's exactly right well maybe your secret santa will give you a harness for your house <laughs> <laughs> um, can, christmas, gonna, can christmas come early please there's mm. there's gonna be a lot of potential for laura's secret santa gift this year that's no sure. yeah there is yeah. I already have a wish list on Amazon starting right now. <laughs> we um, should maybe, well, speaking of early Christmas gifts, maybe we should, the th- Laura, or sorry, Elisa, Matt, and I should team up and get Laura some sort of housewarming gift. Oh, that's so thoughtful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, not, you I'm say that now. this from you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh, well you know, we, we, like you, like to be very kind. I mean, you, you got me that simming mug that... <laughs> I still don't have, by the way, but wasn't the deal, wasn't the deal, Andrew yeah, would get his yeah, teeth yeah, fixed, yeah. Laura would send the mug. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Wait, are your teeth completely teeth are- fixed now? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm, I'm good. on it. I'm <laughs> trying, to, trying to dig yourself out of that one. I have no, no, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, Laura, serious question for you. Mm-hmm. If, so you, you, you have offered to let me stay in your home, which mm-hmm. I think is incredibly sweet of you to, to come and visit. I mean, how long? Clear, you're staying on the porch, but go on. Why? No, I'm kidding. Oh, thought you were mad about the mug. <laughs> um, how long could I stay with you maximum? What is your what's your limit with guests? I I don't have I don't care. However long you want to stay. Oh. Okay, okay. I'm just curious. I want to start planning. Maybe yeah. I'll drive down. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you can stay. Pick I up mean, Riley. I I would say like if you're if you're gonna be there like longer than a month. I'm gonna start collecting rent, but oh, my, my, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Oh. Too. Yeah. But I mean, okay. like you know, apart from that, yeah, come on down. All right, I come figure, on down. Yeah, I mean, I figure like if you're there and I'm working, I sort of have like a built-in dog sitter. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, I would happily take care of what, what's her name, Chinchilla, Canella, Canella, Canella. It's, it's cinnamon in yes. Spanish. Oh, really? I yeah. forgot about that. Muy bien. <laughs> Mateo. Mm. Uh, gracias. Mm-hmm. Gracias. <laughs> so that's happening. Um, yeah. Speaking of houses, Matt, your parents are abandoning yeah. you, I hear? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I'm sending them off, but okay. pretty much the same thing. Uh, my parents bought a, a house in Oklahoma this week, out of all places. Um, my sister lives in Oklahoma, so I think they wanted to... They wanted to buy a house uh, so my sister can move out of her mobile home and give my nephew like a house to grow up in. And they really have nothing going on in California and they don't, they literally have like no friends. Um, and this is painting quite a picture of my life, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, but your parents have lived in Palm Springs for how long? Pretty much since, like, I think junior high. So, like, their junior high? Yeah. So, I would say probably since, like, the early 70s. Wow. And, yeah. Um, my dad's uh, trying to, my dad's been trying to get um, his retirement. Um, he's been trying to retire the past couple of years, but um, he works for Time Warner. And recently, I think within the past five years, like, They've, uh, the company has been trying to find ways of laying off, uh, employees that have been close to getting, uh, their retirement money in. It's really fucked up. So like he's been like laying low, trying not to create any waves or anything just until he gets to the mark of, of his age where he's allowed to start retirement. Mm. So I think that's going to be within the next year. So they're, um, they're, they're, they bought the house in Oklahoma, and they're just going to try to sell the house in California until um, my dad retires, and then they can they can move. So, so is it weird for you knowing that your parents are leaving because they've always been like what ninety minutes away from you, and now they're going to be like, you know, a four hour flight? Um, you no, know, I'm actually I'm actually happy for them. Um, I think it's real. Like Oklahoma is. It, it, it's part of our family. Like my family does come from Oklahoma, so 
oh. prairie peeps. And you know they're conservative. They're Republican. They they like guns. So I think they're. I think it was always going to be either Oklahoma or Kansas or something. So okay, yeah, okay. I'm excited for them. I'm yeah. not going to visit though, but unless they pay right. for it. But um, right. no, I'm kidding. But, I'm going to visit. But your grandmother still live in Palm Springs, right? Yeah, my grandmother's live. Uh, both of them. They 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 live in Palm Springs, and you know they. My grandma has like my uncles, so she's good. She's not oh, going okay. anywhere, and also yeah. she's she's a a liberal um, Democrat. So she's happy you're a Republican she's, parent. Your parents yeah. are Republican. I don't think I knew this. Yeah, my whole family, besides my grandmother, is Republican, and they and voted my brother. for Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh Do yeah. You ever call them idiots? With all due respect, uh, they. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, about half of my family, ever since the election, um, have been like low key uh, angry with me because I, on Facebook, when after the election, I posted a Facebook update saying, um, "If you voted for Trump, fuck you," and <laughs> <laughs> and like my cousins and my uncles were, uh, I mean, apparently really hurt and upset that I wrote that. I'm hearing mm. this from my from my gay cousin, who. Mm is in the vast minority in our family who is, you know, obviously very liberal. And um, so uh, we don't really talk politics anymore. And yeah. I think it's, it's, become, it's become to a point where, like, I think the only thing my parents said to me was, um, my mom said, it's, I mean, it's not personal. Oh, right. Mm. And I, <laughs> I said, Mom, we're not going to have this conversation. I'm sorry. You're just not strong enough for me to respond to that. <laughs> but, um, but I'm glad they're, they're, they're moving. They've been talking about it for a while, and this is a big thing for them. They don't really do like anything really yeah. big in their lives, so this is a big move for them. So I'm excited. I, I'm actually well, really excited a, for them. A new start can be refreshing. I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, speaking um, of guns, and speaking of my road trip, I shot my first gun in Utah with Jason. How did it feel? Oh, it felt great. Yeah, I might actually become mm-hmm. a Republican after doing that. No, um, you can, you no, can be, no. you can like guns. Yeah, I mean, you can like shooting a gun at a gun range. Like yeah, I, so I so want to do that. Little did I know. Southern Utah, it's like country Blumkin life. Like it's it's like it's totally Hicksville down there. Right. Um so like we were driving out in dirt roads at like ten or eleven o'clock at night, and he took he we just like found a good place to start shooting, and we started shooting at a tree, and they were um one was a rifle that you had to reload each time, and then the other one had like seven bullets per round. Um but the one that you fired one at a time Man, that one had some kick in it. I'd never felt something like that before. You know, when you when you fire it and then it like pushes back into your shoulder. Were you um, were you sore afterwards? No, they were warning that I would be, but I only shot one of the heavy duty one, so maybe that's why the the other one mm. with with like seven shots per round that um, that was lighter, but still a rifle. Um, so yeah, that was cool. I'd never done that before. Yeah. So you wait. So you shot how many types of guns? Oh, oh, two. Okay, yeah. two. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to try it. To be honest with you, um, I have. You've never done it. No, I haven't. Um, which is weird because I'm a born and bred Southerner. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I have no desire to ever own one. But I can definitely see why, from a sporting perspective, it could be enjoyable. 
Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's probably the most responsible way to do it. So, yeah, yeah sporting. And also, I mean, as, obviously for defense, it's phenomenal. It's for defense. Uh, it doesn't matter if, if you have no muscle at all, you can kill an intruder very easily if you've got a gun. On, I under mean, your but not really, though. Look Why at, not? Look at the statistics on that. So many people who have guns in their houses are not well trained in how to use them. And in the heat mm. of the moment, in the panic, trying to mm. aim and shoot in the right direction and not hit anybody else can be yeah. quite a chore. Okay, Laura, stop trying to take my guns away. Okay, <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying to take your guns away. I I am what um, our guns. So here's the thing: I am what a lot of the like super like crazy side of the liber- of the of the Democratic Party right now. The people who want to call themselves the true progressives. Um, I'm what they call a Republican because. I believe in reading things like the Constitution with nuance, and I do believe in Second Amendment rights, although I have no desire to own a gun myself. I think that people do have a right to have them. I just want them to be well-trained and well-regulated. That is fair. Mm -hmm. That is fair. It was a little scary, like, when they were taking the guns out, because it was me, Jason, Mm -hmm. and uh, two women, Mm -hmm. and they had handled – well, one of the women had handled a gun before the other one hadn't. But it's a little like, and look, I love Jason, but I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere in Utah on a dirt road. He could have easily killed me (laughs) and buried my body and nobody would ever know it was him. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess like the thing is like having grown up here, I have a lot of friends who own uh, firearms and they're all people who I've always seen be very responsible with their weapons. I've gone mm-hmm. camping with friends who have brought weapons with them, and they're always, like, super upfront about it. Like, hey, just to let you know, I have a pistol. Like, this is where it's located. It's just for defensive purposes. Like, so because I've had that experience of being around responsible gun owners, I know it's possible, and I know that guns themselves don't need to be a boogeyman. But the problem is there are so many irresponsible gun owners out there. And so many people who are able to skate by because state laws are so lax about gun ownership. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, here in Georgia, I've never fired a weapon. I don't have a license. I could go out right now and buy a gun. Well, what are you waiting for? That's fucking stupid. It should not be uh, that way. Get one that's pale powder blue. Ew. That's the bigger crime. <laughs> Ew, you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, sorry to go on a diatribe about guns. I just feel like it's, yeah, a, I, I always want to be like, I feel like it's important because I consider myself to be a very liberal person who has mm-hmm. very moderate views on guns. So I, I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just like, yeah, to no, it's, I, I think we all agree. It's, it's not really the guns. It's, it's the dumb fucks who have them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mentally um, ill, mentally ill, exactly. Um, so we we only really have one big news story to talk about this week. It it it, it oh, was God. the big story of the week, and um, James Comey. I mean, Comey, 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 come on, Comey. <laughs> what, what can you say? I think we wanted to briefly give people a rundown of everything that happened because everything happened so quickly, and then we'll dive into some different elements. So, yeah. Laura, do you want to take us yeah, through that? Yeah, this all mm-hmm. escalated very quickly. Um, for reference, just to provide a brief overview for people who may not be familiar or may not remember, um, or for those of you who 
just want to like hate listen to this because you do remember that's cool too um so james comey was the former director of the fbi um he is in my opinion and in a lot of very well informed people's opinions one of the big reasons why donald trump won the presidency uh because he came out on like october 28th just a week before the election and announced that the fbi was reopening its investigation into hillary clinton's emails um, which ultimately was kind of the final nail in the coffin for her campaign. Um, mm-hmm. Trump lauded him for this, talked about how great he thought it was. But mm-hmm. then as soon as Trump got into office, it became clear that Comey and the FBI had actually opened an investigation into Donald Trump for possible collusion with the Russians during the 2016 campaign. So that's been going on. Trump and Comey have met a couple of times. There's been some back and forth on what was or wasn't said by both parties in those cases. And truly, we'll never know, really. Um, But the long and the short of it is, is that on May 3rd, uh, Comey testified before a Senate committee. And that just a few days later, he went to the Department of Justice looking for more resources regarding the Russia investigation And then right after that, on the 9th, so just this past Tuesday, Trump fired him. (gasps) Trump. And when this happens, I was walking into a bar Mm -hmm. and I turn around and I look at the TV and you just see Trump fires Comey. I was truly in shock. This was, I can't remember the last time I turn and see a headline on TV and just felt utter shock. Maybe the Pulse nightclub shooting. That was probably the Mm -hmm. last one. I want to jump up to 50. Yeah. Because everybody immediately, unless you're a crazy Trump supporter, had strong suspicions that he did this because he didn't like – Trump didn't like that Comey was investigating him Mm -hmm. in terms of his ties to Russia. Or where it was going. Yeah, exactly. And then in the days following, we've heard a lot more information – uh, initially, the White House had claimed that this came at the decision, at the rec- recommendation of Jeff Sessions. Um, and who was the other person in a letter? Uh, mm, I I'm, have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it came from two people in Trump's cabinet that he'd be fired. Later, was, Trump um, admitted. Yeah, it was Rod Rosenstein. Yeah. And- yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Later, Trump himself admitted he was going to fire Comey, whether or not Sessions and Rosenstein gave him those letters. Um, we also found out – now, this is a New York Times report. The White House denies this, but this is a New York Times report um, – that Trump, at a dinner with Comey, asked for Comey's loyalty. And Comey was taken aback by this. He said, I won't give you loyalty, but I will give you the truth. I will be honest. And we've been hearing a lot recently, even since he took office, even before he took office, that Trump values loyalty more than anything else. That's why all these fucking weirdos got into his cabinet. Mm -hmm. If you suck Trump's dick and you remain loyal to him through everything, you're in. Yeah. That's why freaking Omarosa's in the White House. Yeah, and let's be clear, when these when people are nominated to these posts like director of the FBI, they the last thing they should be doing is pledging a loyalty oath to the president. Their loyalty needs to be to the United States Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh pledging an, a loyalty oath to the president is fascism. 
That is textbook fascism. Yes. So, I mean, it, definitely not surprising to me that Trump asked him for this. Um, also, ultimately, really not surprising to me that Trump fired him, but it is very Nixonian. And I know this was a parallel that a lot of people were drawing in the days after this. Andrew, I know you compared it to Nixon firing the people who were yep. investigating him. I saw some of these yep. batshit crazy people. I think they might yep. have been One your of them family was my members. Uncle. <laughs> yep, yep. Unfortunately, I have a couple. Uh, my my brother-in-law and my uncle are two very big Trump supporters. So that's always fun to battle on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw one of them be like, there may be smoke, but there's no fire yet. So we can't. <laughs> right, well, right. I said to my brother-in-law, he was like, there's no evidence. I'm like, dude, where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's mm-hmm. so much smoke. And he said, but there's still no fire. I'm like, well... <sighs> I just I can't argue with them. It's, no, it's, yeah, logic yeah, is not, really a, not a thing that you can present to these people. It's kind of at the point right. where I've even stopped trying to discuss it with them. I just mock them yep. because I'm just there's nothing else I can do. Um, and, and normally I'm done bringing up on Facebook, but I was I was drinking. I was just so shocked that I decided well, to I mean, this you know, is a get huge it going. Thing. I mean, this is this is yes. huge. This is the the only other time this has happened was with Bill Clinton. When he fired um, Sessions, the FBI director. So, yeah, but like really, the FBI director wasn't actively investigating him. No, he no, yeah, it, what, yeah he like, what, there was there was nothing close to that. My uncle, look, I love my uncle. He's a great guy, but not politically. He was like, and your point is, Clinton fired his FBI director too. I'm like, like what Laura just said. I was like, Uncle Mike. <laughs> This is completely different. My point is, Trump is firing the guy who's investigating him. Investigating him, like, come on. Anyway, yeah. I, well, it's the same way, like how a lot of uh, a lot of liberals were coming out um, back when we thought that Clinton was going to win the election, saying that she needed to fire Comey as soon as she got into office. And I was like, she really can't, even if she wanted to, and even if he deserved it. It's it sets a pretty dangerous precedent for her to go in and say, "Hey, you were investigating me, and you made my campaign a shit show, so now I'm going to fire you." And I don't think she right. would have. Oh, and by the way, let's not forget this stupid letter in which Trump fired him. He he blames uh, Comey's handling of the Hillary investigation yeah because comey was was unfair to hillary because we know trump cares about that so much well right yeah i mean i know you're being facetious but like he he even said it he even complimented and you know like celebrated the fact that they that they were doing this that comey was reopening it let's just he said this is like good for the american people we need to get this uh bad situation you know to justice and like fuck you man Let's just take a step back. I mean, that is the first fucking tell right there. That Trump is claiming he's firing Comey over the e- Hillary's emails when mm-hmm. when Trump loved that investigation, when he was when he was shitting all over Hillary and he praised Comey. I just it's yeah. well, like that's the, the, so clear that that wasn't the true reason well, why. Well, yeah, and I mean the problem is the reason that he fired Comey was because Comey was investigating him. That is clear now more than ever, especially since the White House can't get its story straight on why it happened. I mean, you had Kellyanne Conway, Sean Spicer, and a number of other representatives giving completely contradictory mm-hmm. um, 
retellings of what happened. And it's just these people can't get their fucking shit together. Um, as evidenced by the fact that Comey found out that he had been fired on the news. Like, he's in a room full yeah. of his subordinates, <laughs> and it gets reported on the news. And that's how he found out he was fired. The only thing that I would say about Comey at this point, he's a private citizen now. Um, so he's kind of at his... Uh, at his leisure, I guess, to decide what he is or isn't going to say. Um, I hope that he opts for, I hope he opts to try and redeem himself by coming out and speaking about what it is that he found and agreeing to testify in front of the Senate. Because, uh, listen, I don't feel bad for him on a personal level. I really think he fucked us during the campaign. And I don't feel sorry for him that he lost his job. I feel sorry for the country that we're in this position of having, uh, you know, Orange Hitler 2.0 coming in and firing everybody who doesn't agree with him. So, yeah. And I think no matter which side of the aisle you're mm-hmm. you're on, you agree that Comey was not the best FBI no, director. No, he fucking sucked. Um, he was terrible. But so you can think that and you can also be alarmed of Trump's firing of him and why he fired him. Yes. That's what people, I think, are forgetting in this heated debate. I would like to see Comey. It's he 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 can. Um, it's 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 his turn to become a patriot. Come out, clear the air about what happened in between him and Trump at that dinner. I, I think start there. As for revealing information about this investigation, I don't think he's going to do that. But I think he needs to at least to protect his his self to keep the history books straight. Um, he needs to come out and clarify what he said to Trump mm-hmm. and what Trump asked him. Because right. that's, that's really important, particularly like any, in that everything that, thing. Every off-the-record conversation. Um, yeah, and we didn't even get into this whole Trump, speaking of Nixonian, Trump's yeah. dumbass tweet about, <sighs> Comey better not hope that there are tapes of our conversation like, wow, if he didn't enjoy the Nixonian comparisons now, before, now he's really digging himself. Trump is his own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best part mm-hmm. about this. And that's what Republicans don't see, like my uncle and brother-in-law. Yeah, well, yeah, this is definitely going to bite him in the ass with anybody that he talks to, because now everyone's going to be right. paranoid yeah. thinking that he's, video- he's recording the conversations. Well, yeah, and I mean, um, he's yep. just, he's he's a logistical nightmare for his staff, right? Because, like, he does all this shit, and his staff are just like, oh, my God, not again. And they have to go out and try to spin this shit to make it sound palatable. Sean Spicer literally hid in the bushes to avoid talking to mm-hmm. the press. After this whole Comey mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Can't wait for Melissa McCarthy's oh, SNL tonight. Oh, my God. It's going to be oh, super God, so good. good. I would also just like to talk about the fact that when the headlines came out saying, you know, Sean Spicer hid in the bush, um, the White House actually released, like, they sent out a press release correcting the language saying that he wasn't hiding in the bushes. I- he was standing among them. Yes. So, well, I think. <laughs> and the New York Times actually corrected their headline. They were like, guys, guys, guys. Sorry. Wrong preposition. He wasn't in the he bushes. Was among he was them. near the bushes. <laughs> I, I, what I love, I, I fucking love the internet because uh, the, I saw this meme or this picture that this woman did. She made a Sean Spicer ornament 
and put it in her bush yeah. in the bushes in front of her house. I kind of want Perfect. one. Yeah, I saw that. I was going to yeah, make saw one something for my like house that. too. Just have them out there. Yeah. Well, they should make a Christmas ornament, Sean Spicer Christmas <laughs> ornament, and you, oh, you hang it on your that tree. Is a, that's a money-making idea, Andrew. Yeah, get on it. Thank let's, you. I'm, I'm making one. Yeah, let's get this <laughs> Etsy account started. All right, so let's play a little game here. Found this story. Quinnipiac went out to a bunch of people. We're going to play this like a game show. Uh, and they said, what is the first word you think of? when you hear Donald Trump. So we're going to play this family feud style. So each of you are going to pick five words. Mm-hmm. And I have all the points. I have all the answers and the <laughs> points. And Laura's dog. That's not, not mine. Dog. It's not mine this time. Is that Matt's yep. new dog? It's my puppy. Matt has a new dog. Um, <laughs> so I have, I have the number associated with each word. How many people answered that word? So, so we're going to see who can get more points here. Okay. Okay. So, Laura, how about you go first? Give me five words to associate that, that people think, think of first when they think of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cheetos. Cheetos. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Orange. Fascist. Okay. Mm, Trying to think of words that like actual... Like that, I think people would really say about him. Um, rapist. Ooh. I mean, he is. Yeah. Okay. And um, can small hands be one word? Is that can it count as one? <laughs> um, I'll give you a hint. None of these are two words. Okay. Um. Stupid, I guess, would be my last choice. Okay. okay. Matt? Five um, words. Can I use don't, some of them? Don't use any of Laura's, no. That's uh-uh. me. You know that show and uh, that sound in Family Feud? Uh-uh. <laughs> Try again. All right. Um, I'll say Hitler. Um, Wall. I'll say... Uh, oh, shit. Uh, president, um, uh, Twitter, um, and hands. Was that five? Okay. Uh, yes, I believe that was five. So, unfortunately, both of you only got one right. Oh. What? Uh, Matt, yours was president. Mm-hmm. Laura, yours was stupid. <laughs> the most popular word was idiot. Okay. With 39 okay. people saying that. Number idiot. two was incompetent with 31. Number 30 was liar. Or sorry, number three was liar. Number four was leader. Number five was unqualified. And number six was president. Oh. If you go down the list here, there's words like asshole, stupid, <laughs> bully, narcissist. Disgusting, great, clown, racist. Laura was close. Not racist, but rape. Or not rapist, not, but racist. Well, he's a racist rapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buffoon, embarrassment, blowhard. Blowhard. Yeah, he does blow. Yeah, hard. that one had five. Oh man, but idiot Where's, is number one. Is pussy so, in there? 
Uh, no, no pussy. Oh, uh, Trump and I share that in common. When they think of both of us, they first think of idiots. Oh. <laughs> so, also wanted to play the number this week. Okay, Laura and Matt. This is the age that twenty to twenty-six year olds say it becomes embarrassing that you're living with your parents. What is that age? Twenty-five. Thirty. Well, I guess Laura's closest because she didn't go over. It's 28. Oh, I'm, 28. I'm right at that age. Perfect. <laughs> but, right, and I'm about to turn 28, and I just moved home. So I'm going to go bang my head against the wall. <laughs> I, feel like the, I feel like this age is just going to keep getting higher w- with every year oh, that I know. passes. Oh, yeah. By the time Gen Y yeah. is at our point, they're going to be like living at home till they're 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, I just didn't, I didn't understand the question. Well, and here's the thing. Even more millennials are living at home now mm-hmm. more than ever. Yeah. According to Time, the decline in the number of millennials living away from home reflects the decrease in independent living during the financial crisis. In the first third of this year, approximately 42.2 million millennials lived independently. In 2007, prior to the recession, about 42.7 million individuals in that age group lived on their own. In the years in between, the population of 18 to 34-year-olds grew by 3 million. It's a good time to buy a house. (laughs) (laughs) Working on it. Right? Matt's parents and Laura? That's right. Um... Yeah, so I don't know how to feel about that. 20 to 26-year-olds are apparently going to judge me, so. Yeah, they are. Yeah, wait till they they have to start paying their student loans. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's easy for them to judge you right now because they're probably, like, living in a dorm, and so they have this, like, false sense of independent living. But then when they graduate and they have to go home, they're going to be like, shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's time for surprise, bitch. Surprise, 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 bitch. We are going to call Brandon. And Brandon. Brandon lives in Atlanta. <gasps> we actually owe him an apology, Laura. Why? Because on the last time we did surprise, bitch, I said, Laura this person we're going to call next time is in Atlanta. Maybe we should invite him out. I said that on the show. Well, he went and messaged us on Facebook. Hey, you guys, let's hang out. <laughs> and then we oh, didn't so see him. So it sounds like you owe him an apology. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I asked yeah. you, I said, Laura, what do you think of hanging out with listeners? And you said, since you're bringing Mark... Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to Please. I say no to listeners. I date them. I meet them in the woods. I talk to them <laughs> on Facebook Messenger. I I go to house parties with them. I am one with the listener. I practically am a listener at this point. Anyway, let's call Brandon and apologize. Hello. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. Hi. Yo, it's Surprise, millennial. Bitch. Surprise, bitch. Mail. <laughs> <laughs> How's it hey, going? Um Brandon, uh, Laura, Laura, and Andrew are sorry that they uh, that they flaked on you when they visited. Yeah, we uh, we we yeah. we, did, we did see your message, but we couldn't make it work, so we're we're sorry. It's okay. I'll 
I wasn't right. really expecting it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Andrew is going to be back visiting soon, so maybe we can set something up then. There we go. He, no, he's Sounds busy. Great. Brandon, how do you how do you like living in Atlanta? I actually I love it. Um, yeah. My partner and I moved here about two years ago um, mm. from rural Georgia. So. Oh, okay. It's basically what, what, what Lauren did. Um, it's this really small town in northwest Georgia called Rock Mart. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Laura seems to know I, it. But... I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so so do, they've got a good gay scene there in Atlanta, don't they? I was pleasantly surprised. What are you pleasantly yeah, surprised? It's not unknown. So that's a. It's pretty well known Atlanta is like has a big gay scene there. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I was just, when I was driving around, it was, it was gay left and right. I was like, wow. People, people just tend to discount Atlanta because it's located in the South and they think that a major Southern city can't be liberal and progressive, which no. is just not true. Um, okay, yeah, but I, we're, you know, we're like the beacon of hope in the state. We are. <laughs> oh, that's we beautiful. Are. Seriously. If everybody in Atlanta would get out and vote, we would be a blue state. <laughs> that's actually it's a true lot. it's true <laughs> what is your favorite gay bar there in atlanta brandon oh um I, i'm not really sure um there's i love i love, used to love blake's um well oh, i like that i haven't really been going there as much lately uh-huh um but uh Hearts is also fun and then the, I don't know. There's there's all kinds of just restaurants and stuff around in that whole area, so you can kind of hop around. Yeah, cool. Well, um, yeah. Well, so I'm probably gonna come down there sometime during the summer, and we'll make it work. We'll go to Burks. What do you say, Burks? Burkharts. Burkharts. There we go. Laura, have you been there? I have not. Okay. We'll go to Wet Willies too. <laughs> <laughs> have That's you been there place? brandon yeah it is i haven't been there okay not you... here i went to uh one like i've been on vacation and stuff but not oh. not in atlanta oh, okay you can get very drunk at those laura yeah, and i can. got very drunk at that place what willie <laughs> okay it's not a gay the place it's a slushy just... place yeah oh mm-hmm. what are you up to today brandon um, well, we, um, just got back from running some errands, so that's been oh, a lot of fun. That's um, and we're, uh, meeting up with some friends later to do our weekly RuPaul viewing and nice. oh my God. maybe go out tonight. Cool. You guys, have you guys watched RuPaul's Drag Race? I've seen clips from it. I don't watch Oh my watch God. It. It's, it's, it's honestly the best reality show ever. I and... believe it. <laughs> Everybody's obsessed no, with it right now. It's so good. I'm so yeah. I'm so glad it's getting like the recognition it deserves finally. Um, just the editing is amazing, and it's just so much fun. <laughs> the editing. People tune no, into RuPaul no, for the editing. <laughs> no, I'm. Well, fuck you. <laughs> as an editor, Matt appreciates the editing. I haven't been as invested this season as I have previously because we. This is the first time we've been like watching with just a, a group of people, and by the time we actually turn the television on and watch it, um, everybody's pretty drunk and talking the whole time. So it's hard to be uh, as invested. That's um, true. That makes yeah, sense. I I have had yeah the um some of the one of the gay bars here in West Hollywood they actually have like a RuPaul night, and so like everybody goes to watch it. It's it's actually really popular, but um I 
I just love the show so much. I'm so glad that you, you just sorry, you haven't seen the recent episode, have you? No, we haven't yet. We normally do it on Friday nights, but mm-hmm. we uh, went to um, to see a, um, a show at a, a small. Um, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite queen here. this season? Um, in my group, I'm sort of uh, alone on this, but I really like pheromone. Oh. <laughs> and you're alone in this group as well <laughs> with that apparently <laughs> I, I, yeah i think she's a little young how she's long have you nice. and uh, your partner been together brandon um we've been together um sort of on and off uh but pretty steady for the most part for about eight nine years now oh wow, oh, wow. congratulations wow. yeah that's awesome. impressive that is Thanks. Has yeah. nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, good for you. I can't make it work for that long. That's for sure. Mm-mm. Maybe half that if I'm lucky. <laughs> Matt's like, mm. <laughs> no, no, I can't. Oh, I broke that news to Riley. That was that was a surprise. Oh, Brandon, really? Yeah, Brandon. Did you know that Matt and I used to be together? I, I picked up on that from the show. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah Riley. I think did. we've said it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I was surprised when I told him. Anyway. All right, Brandon. Thank you. Uh, thanks for your support. And uh, thanks for picking up. We always appreciate when a, when a listener uh, picks up. And we will see you this summer. No problem. We'll organize right. a meetup. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, Brandon. All right. Bye. Bye. Sashay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, just to give everybody a heads up. Next week, Laura's not going to be here because she's going to be closing on her house, which I guess is an excuse to go to be messy. Yeah, um, I'm going to be very busy. (laughs) (laughs) And then after that, we're hoping to get on a uh, regular schedule where we're releasing the episodes on a certain day every week. Um, We want to give you guys a reliable schedule, and it's just been a little hectic recently, Mm -hmm. but we will uh, work on that in the near future. So thank you for your patience. I know this episode in particular was out ne- uh, late, uh, but we will have our next episode out. Episoda. I was in Minnesota. And I'm talking weird now. Um, we'll have our next episode out on Thursday, this Thursday, in all likelihood. And we'll talk about loyalty and so much more. <laughs> yeah, probably shit talk me since I won't be here. No, we are very happy for you securing a home. You are the first of the four of us, four of us to adult in a way none of us have adulted before. <laughs> you guys, well, when when everything comes crashing down and the nuclear weapons oh, start please. destroying us, you guys can come bunker down in my house. I'll say this, though. Nothing's crashing down in your life. I mean, yeah, North Korea might bomb us or something. But in your personal life, you got it together. You got the job. You got the house. You got the man. You got the boobs. You got it all. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Yeah, The boobs are the most important part, I will say. Um, Absolutely. I would like to thank God and my boobs for all of these accomplishments. (laughs) (laughs) Do you credit God for all of your success? No, I don't believe in God. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Okay. I don't know. You just thanked them. Yeah, so. I, I was just checking. Yeah, I also thanked my boobs. I mean, to me, that has about <laughs> the same meaning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I worship it. <laughs> 
Laura, did you have a recommendation for us this week? I do. So I was actually just in San Francisco this week. And for those of you traveling there slash living there, I recommend going to El Techo. It's in the Mission. It's this amazing rooftop Mexican restaurant slash bar. You get this great view of the San Francisco skyline. And they have these awesome margaritas. So definitely check it out. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Some margs. Matt, have you listened to Harry Styles' new album yet? I um, can't say that I have, no. Oh, what? It's, I, um, it's, re- it's really good. Um, I've okay. listened to it a couple times now. Uh, it's very different. Matt and Laura are going to roll their eyes at me, but it's like a very different type of pop album. Like, it's not One Direction-y <laughs> at all. It's it's very unique, and his rollout of it was cool, and I, I'm I'm into it. So I thought we could play one of those songs off off his new album. Is it but, like uh, is it a is it good or is just yeah. better than One Direction? Because um, those aren't the same thing. Hmm. Good question. Uh, well, I I would say both. I think both better than One Direction and and good. Paramore also just released a new album too. Did either of you listen to that? Paramore still exists. Oh my god! Yes, wow. I mean Duh. they've been through several, several incarnations, but yes, they are, they are, they are here. Their new album is called After Laughter. Okay. This is actually we'll play a song from this album instead. We'll we'll play Hard Times. That's the first song and the first single off the album. It's it's appropriate. I'll, I'll dedicate it to James Comey. Uh, <laughs> What are we doing on uh, After Dark this week? What are we doing on After Dark this week, Laura? We're going to be talking about how cybersecurity is dead and how you should just accept the fact that hackers are going to destroy the internet for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I completely (laughs) agree with that. And actually, I want to talk about just giving up in terms of privacy. (laughs) Just give up. It's over. (laughs) But... If you're going to, I have some tips on how to secure yourself. Yes, we were going to talk about that as well. This is all, by the way, uh, in the wake of what we're seeing this weekend with the ransomware attack that's happened. It's affected about 100 countries and a number of companies and government organizations. So we'll be talking about it in context with that story. Patreon.com slash millennial is where you can pledge. Two to five dollars, two, five, or ten dollars a month at the five dollar level or more, you will get after dark each and every week. Two dollar patrons, you get one after dark and uh, one hashing it out. And of course, we do hashing it out every week as well. In addition, you get early access to show notes. We do the AP choice, surprise bitch. It's all over there on patreon.com slash millennial. We can't do the show without the support over there. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. And I'm Matt. We'll see everybody next week for episode 318. Goodbye. Bye. This is not the song. Yeah. Wait, this is the song? Yes. What? Oh, this is much better. I feel like I'm on a shitty carnival cruise line. Shut up. Just enjoy it. <laughs> Get some Bahama Mamas. All that I want is to wake up fine. Tell me that I'm alright, that I ain't gonna die. All that I want is to hold in the ground. You can tell me when it's alright for me to come out. Hard times. Gonna make you wonder why you even try.
know, I think that song could have benefited from some steel drums. <laughs> <laughs>